Welcome once more to my tales of terror. I have a story to tell you this week that gives even me a chill of apprehension when I recall it. And I should be used to things like that by now, shouldn't I? It's a story which takes place in a hospital. A seemingly decent enough place, caring hands, loving attention and so on, but whenever I walk past it now I feel... You see, an acquaintance of mine was a patient there not so long ago, and he became involved in a bizarre and horrifying incident that made him realise that life, and indeed death, has a few tricks up its sleeve. Well, we know that already, don't we? And now it's time to go soul-searching. Hmm. Morning. Good morning. Huh? Mr. Uh, Timmons, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yes, good morning, Doctor. Chronic stomach pains, dyspepsia. Uh, uh, attendant depression. Hmm. Is life worth living, my father used to say. Well, depends on the liver. <laughs> it says here your operation scheduled for tomorrow morning. Uh, yes. Actually, I'd be prepared to wait a day or two longer, if you prefer. Oh, no, no, no. Why hang about? Let's have you in at the sharp end, eh? Heart seems to be strong. Do you wet the bed at all? I do not. Blood pressure normal? Well, fairly normal. Uh, I don't suppose, though, that you've been looking forward to your operation with equanimity. And who can blame you? You're taking one hell of a risk. Oh? Uh, you think so? My doctor said well, that... Of course you did. Had to get you in here somehow. No, I'll be frank, a cholidocotomy can be, uh, very tricky. One lapse of concentration. An incision has to be made into the bile duct, you see. Now, now, come along, young man. Oh, hello, sister. I don't think you're quite ready to make an appearance in the operating theatre yet, do you? No, sister. Sorry, sister. I, uh, I won't be a minute, sister. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah, the bile yeah, duct... As a matter of interest, what is your position in the hospital exactly? My position? Oh, I'm a student. Ah, I see. Name's Tom. Pleased to meet you. Likewise. And I take it you won't be involved at all in my operation? Uh, no. Oh. No, my area, in fact, is, uh, is parapsychology, with particular reference to communication with the dead. Good grief. They do that here, do they? The mortuary is my centre of studies, of course. I spend considerable time down there. The mortuary? Yes, well, Dr. Kildare can't win every time. It's not a worry, Mr. Timmons. Uh, should the worst come to the worst, as it usually does, you've enjoyed a full and interesting career, I'm sure. Well, but even if I had... You're a tax inspector, aren't you? I am not. I'm a teacher. A teacher? Yes. Oh, is that so? Went to university, did you? Yes. Wife, family? No. She left, took the children with her. There you are, a life full of incident. Seems to me, Mr Timmons, that if it were necessary for you to wave goodbye to this world in the near future, you should feel obliged to depart in a mood of quiet satisfaction and contentment. Similar to how one is when one staggers out of one's local high street tandoori after stuffing oneself to the gills. You understand what I mean? Well, yes, but on the other hand, to continue the analogy, who's to say that given the chance one wouldn't have been ready for another visit to the Tandoori in a week's time, and another a week after that? <laughs> and 
actually, I can't manage Indian food, my stomach being what it is. But anyway, I don't think I'd bother being in a hospital if I was perfectly happy to... Snuff it. Yeah, I see your point. You're afraid of death, I tell you. Afraid? I should say so. What about uh, the hereafter? I live in hope, but not much. Well, it seems to me that what you need is proof. Eh, Mr Timmons? Hmm? Irrefutable, incontrovertible proof of a life to come. <laughs> it would be nice. Mm. Very nice. I've been trying to find that proof for the last three years. As part of my studies. Oh. I've examined paranormal phenomena, attempted to record spiritual manifestations with some very encouraging results, I may say. Right. But none of my investigations have as yet yielded proof as such. Of course, I personally have, well, a feeling of absolute certainty about life after death. But think what a boon it would be if everyone could be quite confident that when they pegged out, they weren't dropping off into oblivion. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, I'd be happy anyway. Young man, there mm? are things to be done. Time and tide, you know. Wait for noon. Uh, yes, sister. I'm on my way. I've devised an experiment. I'm very excited about it. I think it's going to work. And if it does, you see, I'll be able to write it up, perhaps repeat the experiment in front of an international panel of academics. Yes. I've had the notion for some time, actually, but couldn't act on it. It's so frustrating. It's only now that the opportunity has arisen to try it out. Thanks to Oswald. Hmm? Good old Oswald. Uh, who is Oswald? Uh, Mr Hutchings, the venerable piece of parchment in the corner. Where? Sweet little Oswald. Oh. Would you like to observe... My experiment, Mr. Timmins? Observe it? Tonight. In the bathroom. Is this a joke? Mr. Timmins, I never make jokes about matter of life and death. <laughs> what an astounding piece of good fortune, isn't it, that your arrival here should coincide with a monumental parascientific breakthrough. Oh, you lucky, lucky man. Yes. You're assuming, of course, that I'm prepared to come along. Good heavens, aren't you? In principle. In principle? What's that supposed to mean? Well, I wouldn't want to be involved in anything, for instance, that was contrary to hospital regulations. Rubbish, crap. Of course you would. You've too much to lose. Oh, hello. Oswald's up and running, I see. You haven't oh. met Oswald? No. Hello, Oswald. Morning. Oswald, this is Mr Timmins. Good morning, Mr Timmins. Morning. Can't stop the he has fascinating bowels, does Oswald. One week they're motionless, the next he's doing sprints. He wants to die, you know. What, on account of his bowels? Well, not specifically, no. Oswald has every complaint in the book and some, I imagine, that haven't yet found print. Poor fella. He's had enough. He's asked me to help him. Help him to die, I mean. I've agreed. I don't like to see a nice old cod just suffering. After all, there's no hope for him. It's kinder this way. But quid pro quo's my motto, so I've encouraged him to do me a favour at the same time and take part in my experiment. Young man, I won't tell you again. I'm coming this instant, sister. I better go, Mr Timmons. Yes. See you later. You lucky man. Afternoon. Afternoon, Tom. Feeling excited, are you? Eh? Not too long to go now? Uh, look, about the experiment, I've mm. not actually committed myself, you know. I mean, for one thing, I haven't yet managed to obtain Oswald's consent. You are? 
When I asked him if he'd mind if I came along to watch, I found him extraordinarily evasive. I was hard of hearing. Couldn't understand what you were driving at. Don't worry, though. There'll be no problem. He has enormous respect for the advancement of learning, does Oswald. What's going to happen tonight? Huh? Specifically, I mean, I can't possibly go along if I don't know what you intend to do. It's all very simple, really. The experiment rests on the principle that if there is, in fact, a hereafter, the soul, at the point of death, must somehow free itself from the shackles of its mortal body and escape into a new dimension. Yes. We have to assume, too, that though the precise location of the soul within the body has never been discovered, huh? the soul is a specific entity, yes. however small and elusive mm. with me so far. Yeah, well, I understand what you're saying. My idea for an experiment came easily. Perhaps, I reasoned, one could somehow capture the soul before it made its escape at the moment of the body's death. Perhaps one could excise it from the body without doing it any damage and keep it safe and enclosed somewhere. By doing so, you see, one would be able to demonstrate the soul's ability to outlive the body it had inhabited, and one would thus be able to prove, in a simple and dramatic fashion, the certainty of the hereafter. My God. And you intend to perform this experiment on Mr. Hutchings? As part of your studies? As I say, the idea came easily to me, but I concluded on reflection that it did pose a problem. How would I know where to start digging? How indeed? The soul might reside anywhere within the human body from head to toe. I did attempt a trial stab or two at a rat. What happened? It died. After that, I opted for a similar but less messy experiment. I am very relieved. Mr Timmons, the plan for tonight is this. We ask our friend Oswald to join us in the bathroom come toilets, assuming he's not ensconced there before us, and we place him on the special scales that they use for disabled or ancient patients that have to sit in a little kind of pan, you know? Yes. We take note of his weight. We administer, that is, I administer the fatal cocktail, the elements of which I've borrowed from the dispensary. Oh. We say farewell to the wretched Oswald, and as soon as he is out of his misery, we take note of his weight once again. After making appropriate adjustments for the weight of the lethal dose itself, we will find that dear Oswald, well, what was dear Oswald, now weighs less than he did before. How will we be able to account for this, except, quod erat, I believe, demonstrandum, that his soul has left his body? Good grief. Good grief. Yeah, I thought you'd like it. See you at midnight, Mr. Timmins. Well, now, I think we're ready for the primary incision. No. No, excuse me. Just three inches to begin with. Lovely. Yes. We can always enlarge later. Excuse me, if you don't mind, I'm still a little bit awake. I know this chap, I... actually. Timmins. Mm -hmm. Teaches in my son's school. Please. Weak, ineffective fellow. Please. <laughs> right, scalpel, please. Not enough anaesthetic. Help. Help. Here we go. Ah! Ah, that's ah! lovely. Ah! Ah! 
Swabs. Scissors. There are some adhesions to the duodenum. Ah. We'll have to pull those away first. Yes. Right. Splendid. Mr. Timmins. Now, the liver will have to be drawn upwards. Yes, Mr. Timmins. Steady. That's it. God's sake, Mr. Timmins, you'll wake the whole world. What? Get a grip, Mr. Timmins. Time to move along to the bathroom. Bathroom? The experiment. Oh, yes. Of course. The experiment. Oh. Uh, dear old Oswald, mm. he didn't look that ill this morning, you know, really. Quite perky. Yes. Amazing courage. Mm. Right. Night nurse is at the far end, so if we get going now, there'll be no problem. Yes. Ready? It's, it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it, euthanasia? Is it? I'm aware, obviously, of all the arguments in favour, but on the other hand... Yes? I'm aware of all the arguments against... Mr Timmons, are you pulling out? Not necessarily, no. Oh. Um, after it's all over, will you tell people what's happened? Tell them? Oh, yes, and they'll point out a cover-up. You won't mention me, though, will you? No, no, no. You promise? Scouts on you have Oswald's permission in writing, I take it? Heavens, yes, of course I do. Even so, you know you'll lose your position here. At the very least, you could even end up in prison. Yes, I'm aware of all the possible consequences. Thank you. We're coming. But I can't make up my mind. Mr Timmons, Mr Timmons, be smart, Mr Timmons. Just think how much more confidently you'll approach the operating table if you're strong in the knowledge of a life hereafter. Yes, yes, that's true. Mm. I had a shocking dream just now. Here's your dressing gown. Oh. I could stay here, I suppose, and you could give me the result later. I could, but if I did, how would you be certain I was telling the truth? Oh. Eh? You should never take anything on trust, Mr Timmons. Coming? Yes, very well. Good. Slippers, Mr Timmons. Oh, yes. We don't want you getting cold feet again. He's not here. Sorry? Oswald. Not yet. I'll bring him along when we've got ourselves organised. Feeling all right? Well, I'm a bit tired after the walk. I'll sit down if I may. Are you sure that he won't object to my being present? Oswald, of course, I'm sure. Now, let's have a look at my little bag of tricks, eh? Syringe, ampule. What happens if someone comes? I hide behind the bedpans, you visit the toilet. Keep calm, Mr Timmons. It's all going to be fine. I hope Oswald won't regret his decision, if you see what I mean. He's thought it all through, has he? Oh, yes. Very, very carefully. A sober, considered judgment. Notebook, pencil, for recording the data, you know. Sandwiches, a ham and pickle, you care for one? What? No, 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 thank you. No. I don't know what I'm doing here. This is lunacy. No, please, Mr Timmons. Thermos, flask, rope, gag. It's not lunacy. Discovery. Rope, did you say? The onward march. The enlightenment of mankind. Rope? 
Gag? What are they for? I've dreamt of getting this opportunity, Mr. Timmons. Articles in learned journals, lecture tours, a professorship. To achieve all that, it would be quite something, wouldn't it, for a man in my situation? You're not a student at all, are you? I am. I am. Part-time. I've no backing, you see. I've got to work. That's why I'm doing this stint as a porter. Porter? I don't dislike it. A trivial round, a common task. And, of course, it takes me to the mortuary from time to time. More to the point, it's offered me this wonderful chance tonight. Yes, as I say, my research is entirely self-funded. Independent, too. I'm completely on my own. <laughs> well, what do you expect, eh? People in this country are so blinkered, so hidebound. They're scared of innovation and original... Bastards! When I was at school, you know, I was never given a the chance. They didn't like me. I was different, you see. I didn't kowtow. I questioned things too much. They couldn't cope. Threw me out as soon as they could, eh? Yeah, well, this'll make them sit up. <laughs> now, Mr Timmons, you were asking what this rope was for. Yes. I'll tell you, Mr Timmons, it's for tying you up. Tying me up? That's right, if you don't mind, and could I ask you please not to struggle. What? Not in your condition. We don't want you dead before I've had a chance to wear you. No! No! The bag, as you see, has an important function to I'll tie your hands now, if I may. Keep still. I said keep still! Yes, I, uh, I told you a little fib this morning, I'm afraid, about Oswald. Mm. Never take anything on trust, Mr Timmons. I did warn you, I feel a bit rotten about mm. it, really, uh, the mm. deception, I mean. Mm. But let's face it, you'd have hardly jumped at the invitation to be my guinea pig. Mm. I had enough difficulty persuading you to come along and watch. Mm. Right, now your legs. Mm. Anyway, mm. as far as I know, dear old anal fixated Oswald has every intention of clinging desperately to his pathetic life. So mm. that's good news, isn't it? Eh? Mm. Because you were rather worried about him. Mm. This way, I'm going to pop mm. you on the scales. Mm. Mm. Don't try and resist Mr Timmons. Mm. Look forward to your soul's release with enthusiasm. Mm. Life on the other side, I'm sure, is far to be preferred. Plonk yourself here, Mr Timmons, will you? Sit! Thank you. Now, I know what you're trying to tell me. It's not ethical, it's not fair, why me and all that. But the way I see it, Mr Timmons, when it comes to something of the magnitude of what I'm attempting tonight, the personal prejudices of a very, very ordinary member of the public aren't really worth a toss. I'm going to find out your weight now, Mr Timmons. <laughs> oh, by the way, after I've done that, Mr Timmons, no number ones or number twos, please. It'll ruin the whole experiment. <laughs> now, let's see. Let's have a look. <laughs> oh, dear. Damn, that's the blasted bleep, Mr Timmons. Ah, oh, well, 11 stone, 2 pounds, 9 ounces. Right, I'll just make a note of that. Lovely. <laughs> Any last requests, Mr Timmons? <laughs> I ought to be priming the syringe, you see. <laughs> if it's funeral arrangements you're worried about, I wouldn't. I mean, who cares what happens to that useless lump of flesh and bone, eh? But just for your information, I do have a copy of the key to the hospital crematorium. <laughs> now, I'm intending to give you <laughs> a, uh, a fairly hefty dose, Mr Timmons, OK? <laughs> I mean, if a job's worth doing... I'm very excited, aren't you? <laughs> eh? Oh, dear, hell's tea. Yes, I suppose this is how Louis Pasteur must have felt when he was on the verge of discovering, um... <laughs> Would you prefer the left arm or the right, Mr Timmons? Oh, Mr Timmons, come now! You're not scared of injection, surely? Well, this is it. Say a prayer, Mr Timmons, or whatever. I'm going to pull up your sleeve, and this won't hurt. And as soon as the needle's gone in all the way, you feel a little bit drowsy, but I wouldn't... 
Oh dear. Mm. Oh dear. Oh dear. The bastards! Mm. Mm. I'm sorry, Mr. Timmons. Mm. I think, regrettably, that the experiment will have to be postponed for a while. Mm. <laughs> you see, if I don't go and answer that call now, night nurse may start looking for me, and mm. if she does that, then the game's sure to be on. All right! Mm. All right! Mm. Right! Mm. Now, mm. you'll keep very quiet while I'm gone, Mr. Timmons, won't you? Mm. And don't worry. Mm. We'll meet up again soon. Mm. Hello, nurse. Everything all right? No, it's not, since you ask. I've been trying to bleep you. You haven't? Really? Oh, I'm sorry, nurse, but I swear to you. This thing's never made a sound. What's the problem? No problem as such, apart from your disappearing act. Mr. Hutchings has died. Mr. Hutch... Oh, Oswald! I'd like you to fetch a trolley, please, and wheel him down to the mortuary. Yes, nurse. Oswald. Well, well, well. Have you done this before? What, removing the body? Oh, yeah. No, not at night. Here's the key to the mortuary. Mm -hmm. The building will be unattended. Well, not entirely, perhaps. Once inside, simply wheel the trolley past the post-mortem area and through to a little alcove on your right. Mark pending? You're to leave Mr. Hutchings there. Understood. <sighs> Funny thing, life. And death. One minute there was Oswald, tedious old bugger, and the next minute he wasn't. Not in this world at least. Ah, well, past the post-mortem area, little alcove. Here we are. You're not the first here tonight, Oswald. I'm afraid you'll have to join the end of the queue. Well, cheerio, Oswald. What was it the poet said? Well, anyway. All the best. I must dash back. I've got Mr. Timmons waiting for me to sit. Who's that? Hello? Who is it? It's only me. God, God. I hope I didn't frighten you. <sighs> frighten me, Mr. Timmons? Heavens no. Though no, I, uh, I am a little surprised, I admit. Yes, I thought you might be. <sighs> sit down, take a deep breath. Sit down, yes. Uh, uh, Mr. Timmons, would you mind very much if I asked you how the hell you managed to escape from the bathroom? Not at all. You can ask. The night nurse didn't find you, did she? No, no. And you've not spoken to her on your way down? No, no. Oh, <laughs> that's a relief. So, uh, who was it then who uh, set you free? Tom, hmm? listen. Uh, I have a proposal to make. I don't know how you'll feel about it, but, well... I am still very keen for the experiment to take place tonight, if it's all the same to you. What? The thing is, Tom, it seems to me that we can't possibly pull back now, not when we have the chance of making such a magnificent parascientific discovery. Having come so far, we must press on, make the vital breakthrough in the growth of man's knowledge about himself. Oh. Ah. Uh, I agree. I, I agree. I have to admit, though, it's, uh, it's very sporting of you to uh, volunteer, especially after, um, but... Fine, then. Well, if, uh, if you're sure, let's uh, proceed back to the bathroom. Uh, Shall we? Actually, Tom, uh, I'd like us to conduct the experiment here. Here? Hmm. Oh, oh, no, Mr. Timmons, that, that, that's, that's impossible. There's no scales. Here has to be. 
I'm not taking part otherwise. But I don't understand. How are we to manage? You'll see. Oh, by the way, I brought your rope along with me. Huh? Thought it might come in handy. Right, I'll lock the door, shall I? Uh. We don't want to be disturbed. That's better. Ooh. Are you cold, Tom? Uh, just a bit. Sorry about that. Don't feel the chill so much myself. I gather it's Mr. Hutchings you ferried down here. That's right. Who told you? Yes, well, comes to us all eventually. Though personally, Tom, as I think I explained to you earlier today, I'd much prefer it to be later than sooner. Or rather, that's what my preference would have been, Tom, if I'd had the choice, Tom. If I'd lived. If... Stretch out your hand, Tom. Try and touch me. Why so startled, Tom? Surely you've met a spiritual manifestation before. Now you can work out how I made my escape, can't you, Tom? Clever boy, Tom. Top of the class. Yes, thanks to you, Tom, I've been set free forever from my earthly bonds. My sweet earthly bonds. I don't understand. I never gave you the injection. Heart attack, Tom. You induced a massive seizure. I was dead within minutes of you leaving. Oh, what a stupid waste. I had so much to look forward to, especially without the wife and kids. I'm sorry. No, 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 really, it's, it's me who should apologise, I suppose. True. But don't worry, Tom, you'll have the chance to make some amends. To work. The experiment. The experiment? Oh, yeah, look, I've tried to explain. Of course, I don't actually require proof any longer. I have personal experience. But the world at large... Now, don't move away. I've, I've, I've told you it's impossible to carry the thing out. Just down. relax. There's no scales, you see. You keep away. There's no scales. I, I can't be doing this. Hands off! Calm yourself, Tom. Calm yourself. Tom. You weren't beginning to think, were you, that I intended to perform the weighing experiment on your own person? Uh, well, I... Tom, really? <laughs> I confess the idea did cross my mind. One does hear of a uh, vengeful lost. Yes, but you see, it's not that experiment that interests me, Tom. It's the other one. The proposal you seem to have discarded on grounds of impracticality. Oh. It would be a marvellous achievement now, wouldn't it? To find the precise location of the soul. To be able to excise it from the body. What I'd like to do first, Tom... <laughs> Poor Tom. See how easily I hold you down. What I'd like to do is to tie your hands and feet. You're not about to faint, are you, Tom? That's better. I wouldn't want you to miss a single minute of this. Next, I'll put you on this splendid stone slab. <coughs> now, conveniently placed here, we have some rather promising utensils. Scalpel, saw, drill. <coughs> Keep calm, Tom, I'm not going to kill you. Not until I've found your soul, I mean. I'm assuming, of course, that you do have a soul. You ready? I'll take that to indicate ascent. Oh, the onward march of knowledge. That's what it's all about, eh, Tom? Right. 
The night nurse discovered Mr. Timmins's body, and shortly afterwards, Tom's body was also found. To call it a body, however, is something of an exaggeration. Parts dismembered, insides turned out, and so on. The police were baffled by these tragic deaths. I only know what happened because, as I said at the beginning, Mr. Timmins is an acquaintance of mine, since his death, actually. And since his death, he's been in touch with me several times. He's not very happy on the other side, very angry at what happened, understandably, of course, but not half as cut up as poor Tom. Helping me to tell you that story were Bernard Cribbins as my acquaintance, Mr. Timmins, Sean Prendergast as Tom, and Norman Bird as Oswald. Joan Walker was the hospital sister, Rebecca Jones, the night nurse, and Steve Hodson, the surgeon. The play was written by Martin Wade and directed by Peter Fozard. My name is Edward de Souza, your man in black.